Welcome, everybody, to Everything is Interesting with Jesse Mogul. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. Thank you so much for joining us to ep- for episode four, I want to say. Just getting this thing on the roll. Today's topic, it's a, it's a little bit difficult because it is about the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester that was bombed. And because it's about young people dying, anyone dying, really, um, it's difficult to talk about, especially whenever I don't have any personal connection to this. So my comments on this could be misconstrued as being um, hurtful or uh, hurtful is not the right word, painful, um, just arrogant that I can talk about it. But it's not really the bombing that happened because that's been happening a lot um, overseas, especially we've obviously the United States has its issues with gun violence. Uh, What really got me wanting to do this topic today was coming home from the gym. I was listening to National Public Radio and there was a woman on there, obviously of of Muslim descent. Um, I didn't hear her get introduced, nor did I hear her get sent off the air. But uh, while she was talking with the accent and, and the way she was talking about herself and her clothing, it was clear that she is um, of Muslim faith and from the heritage of, of somewhere overseas where that would um, that would happen. Um, there's tons of Muslims here. See, already uh, making mistakes. <laughs> I think I just need to ease up and relax. There's Muslims everywhere, but she was clearly from overseas. You could just tell by the, some of the things that she was saying about her history, um, her experiences with just how strict some of the people in her religion can be. And what really struck me was when she started talking, saying how the violence is leaving the Muslim countries and it's now coming into the Western civilizations. It really hit home because in the United States and everywhere, but especially in the United States, I've been saying this ever since 9-11, we're clearly safer than we're giving ourselves credit for because every single day there are arenas and amphitheaters and stadiums putting tens of thousands of people in them to enjoy our entertainment spectacles and we walk away unscathed night after night after night this is an ariana grande concert it's happening in england it's in manchester somebody goes in with what the reports i've read say was a a crude nail uh, based homemade bomb and they do this, and the reason I do that little backstory is because the woman talked about how in a, a lot of the majority Muslim countries, people are afraid to meet in public. There are no more concerts. There aren't liter- she, she mentioned literary festivals. I didn't know that that was a thing. But the point is that already over there, people are afraid to get into groups for fear of an attack. I mean, are, you, know, you hear about their markets having people blow up um, homemade devices people driving their vehicles through crowded streets so it's, it's happening and it happens a lot over there and we've pretty much gotten away without having to deal with that kind of violence in the western world for a long a long long time i mean there have been attacks at that concert facility in france um that was horrendous now we have the ariana grande um we've had you know just the other day somebody drove their car through times square i only it, it happens so frequently i can't even pull them all out of my head as I'm sitting here trying to come up with examples it's difficult because it happens so frequently it'd be like trying to come up with which of the mass shootings in the United States has been so hurtful you know you got the Sandy Hook and Columbine still comes to mind mainly because it was the first one I live in California so the San Bernardino issue is there there's the Pulse nightclub in Orlando I had a lot of people affected by that that I know in Florida so that one comes to mind what what hurt me the most was when this woman on NPR was talking about how 
people can't gather for laughter and for good times and for memories because the fear of being attacked while they're in these large groups is such a huge fear. It's a stressor, so they don't even do it anymore. And that's what I want this topic to be about as I've gotten there finally four minutes in. When the Western world goes to other countries and we attack them and we blow up parts of their city, we don't really know what the local citizens think about that because we rarely have a chance to hear their actual words. Yes, reporters do get over there and they do interview people and you wonder, did they just pick out the person who was the most affected, the most sad? Did they find the mother crying on the street and, and specifically get her instead of going off and getting someone else? who would have said, I'm glad they bombed that place. There's always people going in and out of there with machine guns, and now they're no longer going in and out of there with machine guns. But we go and we do the violent acts that we do over there, trying to get the miscreants who believe that Muslims the only religion or that they have to be violent in order to let the world see and understand who they are. And to attack an arena full of teenagers listening to a pop star from the Western world and, and, and doing that kind of damage to young people can have a couple different effects to it. Let's go all of them negative, at least I think. We'll see what I start to spit out here. But one that's the most negative is that it would cause hysteria amongst the citizens, an immediate call for a full all-out war against the Muslim religion, or at least ISIS and, and Al-Qaeda and, and any kind of Muslim group that wants to bring violence on. And again, ISIS and Al-Qaeda definitely need to be destroyed, but we have to be very careful when we go into these civilizations that we don't just start hurting people who are just trying to live a life. There are people in Indiana and Oklahoma right now just trying to get their kids from school to home to make some dinner, talk about their day, maybe watch a little TV and get up and just do it all over again. And if you think for a moment that there are not people like that in Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran and Egypt and Somalia and the Arab Emirates and all these other places that are in the Middle East that we've all grouped together as being Muslim, whether they are or they aren't, whether, we, whether they have people in their countries trying to cause horrors or not. I mean, Saudi Arabia, 19 of the 20 people who were involved in 9-11 were supposedly from South, uh, Saudi Arabia. I say supposedly because it's just information at this point, you know, but they're, they're, they were born there. They had visas from there. Saudi Arabia is one of our best allies. I mean, our president just got done going over there and kissing a bunch of butt with those, with them, just about whatever we have to do to keep oil coming out and the OPEC and blah, blah, blah economy. There are so many people in all of these countries who just want to wake up, get their kids to school, go, go out work their job, bring home some money, bring home some food, talk about their day and pray or listen to the radio or watch their television shows or their sporting events. I'd be willing to bet, I'm going to go Barney Stinson on this statistic, 83% of the people in these countries just want to be left the hell alone, just like the rest of us. 
They just don't want to have to be worried that their kid's school is going to get blown up by some drone airstrike. They don't want to have to worry about some wackadoodle walking into the market and blowing himself up and killing their cousin or their wife or somebody else important to them. These people just want to live a normal life like the rest of us, where violence and death isn't a constant shroud over their lives. And we cannot just roll in there and start decimating everybody who stands in our way. This isn't like Vietnam where we went in there assuming everyone was our enemy and we could just just napalm the hell out of their forests and their cities. This isn't like Hiroshima and World War II when we walked into a lot of places that were already damaged. I guess not much Japan was damaged considering the, the Pacific Theater was mostly outside of their country. So I might sound a little foolish when I said that. But you know World War II, when we walked into Europe, the whole place was already decimated. So it didn't really matter what we blew up, as long as we were just shooting at the right people. Now we have a problem figuring out who the right people are. And when you decide to attack an entire religion, you start to have issues with attacking people who just want to be left the hell alone. Not all Christians and, and, and not, not all Jewish and, and not all Islams and Muslims and, and Hindis and not everybody from all of these religions has anything wrong with the other one. They just want to believe in what they believe in. They want to live their life. And so we have this arena blow up and now the bombing that happens there. I, I sound so uninformed when I do this. This isn't normally a topic I would even try to go on, and I should be pacing back and forth while I'm talking about this. It's just I have this fear that we're going to start trying to fight religions, and these are wars that have been happening for millennia. They're not just going to go away. We're, there, there, will, there will never be a peace in the Middle East. It is not feasible. You cannot take cultures, civilizations that have been fighting each other for umpteen mount, uh, thousands of years and just expect them to shake hands and walk away. There's always going to be someone who says, no, we deserve to live way more than they do. Walk in dead style. My, my little village deserves your food and you're going to all die so we can get it. And there will be no working together and there will be no getting along. Another negative that can come from this is that the Western world starts to fear getting together in these gigantic groups. Now, the United States has been relatively unscathed. Um, yes, it was the Pulse nightclub, but other than that, there really hasn't been, there hasn't, not really hasn't been, there has not been a stadium full of college football fans that have had to suffer the horribleness that the people at the Ariana Grande concert did last night. Now, if somebody tries to blow up one of our college football stadiums, NFL stadium, a basketball arena, whatever it might be, you're going to bring the wrath of America behind that. And right now, most of the world should feel pretty lucky that the way Americans see everything that's happening in the Middle East is it's their problem and it's not ours. And, you know, do what you got to do, drone what you got to drone. It is whatever it is, and, and that's going to be whatever that's going to be. You start blowing up more buildings over here and start blowing up our arenas, and people will just, I mean, we have saw it with the Trump presidency and how that whole thing, you get the mob rule, the mob mentality in order, and you guys, and you get them all focused with their torches, and they will beset upon a civilization with unfathomable power and strength and the and the might to always be victorious if we go over there because they've blown up one of our arenas or stadiums and, and they've killed hundreds thousands of our people it will not end well 
it, it will be never ending. We will end up killing thousands and thousands of citizens that all they wanted to do was just make a little food, watch a little telly, do a little praying, and go to bed and wake up the next day and be part of the Matrix. That's all they want. Most people just want to be part of the Matrix. And that's where what this woman said to me hit home. You know, I mean, I, I came up with this idea. I just jumped on the microphone. I did very little research about this. And so if I've made errors, they're solely my responsibility. And it shows my ignorance um, as far as the, anything that I may have screwed up. Just call it ignorant. That's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I know a lot of people get confused. Is Muslim Islam? Is Islam Muslim? You know, is it, uh, are all people from India Buddhists or, all, you know, no, there's some Christians in, in the Middle East. Um, there's Buddhists in, in Los Angeles. So every religion is represented here. And we have to understand that, that not everyone over there wants what is happening to them. Most of the women wish that they had the, our kind of freedom. And in Saudi Arabia... I think they recently really uh, lightened up on the laws, but I highly doubt that's going to have any effect. It's probably more for the publicity of it. But women can't drive and vote and can't leave their house without having a man from their family there. This isn't the kind of lives that most of these people want, especially when they can access the Internet and see the rest of the way the rest of the world's going. One of the reasons why Kim Jong-un and Il and Pil and Paul and Zal and everybody else who's run North Korea over the last how many ever years has been able to get away with just holding down that populace is because they don't have access to the information that the rest of the world is pretty much just living the life while they're not. Um, and so when things like this happen in Manchester or they happen in France or they happen in the Scandinavian countries, it's just a small part of the Muslim religion that is trying to come out and fight a war against Christianity and those who believe in democracy or at least free will. Um, and so I can see why these... ISIS, Al-Qaeda folk aren't coming over here and blowing our things up and, and, and really trying to cause any mass chaos because if you get the entire populace saying, screw it, let's just go in and carpet bomb the hell out of the ISIS areas or screw you Somalia and screw you Iraq and Iran and everywhere else, nothing good will come from that. We will get the entire Muslim religion to stand up against us. They will despise us, and they will do everything in their power to make sure that the Western world falls. Um, you know, I'm not an expert on anything that has to do with Muslim religion, but I, I definitely respect the fact that their civilization has lived for thousands of years in a very desert arid horrible <laughs> landscape <laughs> you know while we're over here burning down our forest so we can build palm oil trees you know they're over there just hoping that it rains today um, and so when this whole thing irons itself out ariana grande already canceled the rest of her shows i'm sure hundreds of lives have been impacted if not thousands you know whether they lost anyone or not over there in the uk and it's sad and, it, and it's just heartbreaking because you don't want anyone to get to get injured because of these kind of attacks, but especially whenever it's just the youth, and they don't probably understand anything that's going on between Christianity and the Muslims, and they don't really care. They just want to go see Ariana Grande dance around on stage. 
And so it's heartbreaking when that happens. And so it's up to the adults to make sure that they are smart and wise about the way they go about reconciling these differences with those who cause this atrocity and just making sure that we don't go over there and start making this become where over there you have to imagine that most people just want to be left alone like I've said before and if we go over there and we just start destroying everything in our way so we can actually get ISIS and Al-Qaeda completely gone all we're going to do is create more enemies and that's where the enemy actually wins in this entire scenario because they know we don't want to go over there and just kill, kill, kill. Maybe the military does. Maybe the people in charge of the military wish they didn't have to care about with the citizenry of the Western world not wanting other women and children and families destroyed. Most of us care about what's going on in Syria, even though we can't really do anything about it. We can tell our politicians that we were, we'd be more than cool with having some Syrian refugees come into our community, but ultimately that, that voice that we stand up and use may or may not be listened to. So maybe our military would like to just go in there. No doubt. I mean, the best way to, to finish all this off would just be attack, attack, attack. But because we have free press and because we have the voice of the citizenry, we have no choice but to try to go in there and take care of this diplomatically, whereas they don't. They don't. ISIS and Al-Qaeda and anybody else a part of these extremist groups do not have to care about who they kill. They could just go through the streets and just shoot, 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 and bomb, 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 and it is whatever it is. And the people who are down with that in those countries will celebrate. And the ones who aren't down with that sure as hell won't speak up against it for the fear of stoning or whipping or lynchings or mob rule or you know hydrochloric acid in the face or hands being chopped off. I mean, this is the kind of world those folks live in. So we're lucky in as much as the United States hasn't seen a Ohio State versus Michigan football game bombed. We haven't seen a Patriots versus Colts game bombed. We don't have to worry for the most part. I, I guess we're not worrying. Does anybody worrying? Are you out there actually worrying that you're going to turn on the Nashville Predators versus whoever the hell they're playing in some hockey game and that, that stadium might get blown up? When the Cavaliers take on the Warriors in the NBA Finals, is anybody worried about that? I mean, I assume that we're doing a great job with metal detectors at the front of these gates. And, and there's got to be a very, very strict security going on because I mean, this doesn't happen. I remember a Florida-Florida State game I went to back when I was in college, and so many people just pushed their way through. Like At some point, like they, the people taking the tickets just walked away, and it just turned into a melee, and everyone just stormed through. And if you had a ticket, I guess you had a seat. If you didn't have a ticket, you were just standing in the concourse. I could not imagine that happening anymore there is no way they're just letting people push themselves through the con through the gates into the concourse without being vetted without there being dogs there without there being police officers watching without metal detectors being incorporated when i see people that when i see empty bottles of booze in the bathroom at sporting events i'm amazed I'm like how on earth did they get that in I mean, do you put, slide it up the crack of your butt? Tape it to the inner part of your thigh? I mean, how? Because I assume these people are being patted down. But I go to events, and yeah, there's a metal detector, but those people are mad laid back. They are so chill. TSA people are probably no more qualified for their job than those people at the front gates of arenas for concerts and sporting events. But they're 
TSA people seem way more stressed out. These people with the yellow shirts, they just seem like they're chilling. Like, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. Throw everything in this little bucket. All right, I'll, I'll take your little bucket of belongings, and I'll take it outside of the of the metal detector. You walk through. Okay, you beeped a couple times. Oh, you got some rivets on your pants. All right, keep, keep on going. Uh, clearly, that's enough, because nothing has happened over here yet. And maybe it is because the extremists don't want to bring on the full wrath of America's military might, which will only be allowed to be unleashed upon them if the entire populace of the United States said, oh, no, you didn't. And will Europe do that? I mean, they've got... with There's just so much ease of getting through some of these borders. I remember going through Austria one time, coming from... Was it Switzerland? Oh, I don't remember. We did like five countries in five days, seven, six, seven countries in five days. I don't really remember. We were, we were going north, south, east, or west when this happened. But I remember coming up to an Austrian checkpoint, and there was people with guns there. And we weren't exactly being legal inside that car. And they didn't even stop us. They just waved us through. And there, you know, we, had, we had black, brown, white. Every We had four different nationalities in that car, and they didn't stop any of us. Now, this was back in 2009. Maybe it's different now. But I just remember thinking then, well, that was simple. You know, and there's that kind of cross-border traffic happening on the regular. You don't know who's coming across. Whereas in the United States, we are, you know, in our own little world. Um, You can say whatever you want to about Mexico, but if it really was just the the gateway of terrorism in the United States, I feel like there would be a lot more terrorism. And you can't tell me the FBI and all of our police are always 100% making sure our arenas and our farmers markets and any old gathering. I mean, you know, Los Angeles puts 5,000 people in an area uh, on a Tuesday morning. They, you know, we have these things all the time. And I see a couple cops standing at the entrances, but you don't really see a whole lot. you know. And would it matter? Somebody drives through Times Square and rolls through people with their car. You know, what did that really do? You know, if somebody had been there, um, you know, what would that have really done? What would, what, who would they have stopped? So those are a couple of the things I was worried about. When the woman said that people don't gather in public places and have fun and laugh and, you know, just be part of the community, it worries me that we would have that here. But it worries me more that rather than stop having these big events or having sporting events played like that one game in Baltimore that was a few years ago when the rioting was so bad they played a baseball game in an empty in an empty um, stadium that I don't think that would happen in the United States I think we would just unleash hellfire upon anyone who got in our way like, heaven forbid you stop our entertainment and and so yeah I'm worried that one day we could suffer so many bombings that we have to stop that and then they of course win I mean uh, they, you know they've won over there when people are afraid to gather in public places for music festivals for learning for education just to laugh when you've put a stop to that you've put a stop to life and that's what really saddens me about all this is that these people who are just normal everyday citizens in their own countries who just want to be a part of the matrix aren't even able to go out and enjoy some of the revelry that we take for granted here and there's people who've lost loved ones yesterday at the ariana grande concert who now know the pain that those people in the Muslim countries where the, where the extremists are located, they, we know the pain that they go through um, on a day-to-day basis. And by no means do I think that the UK or anywhere else in Europe is all of a sudden going to stop holding sporting events and concerts. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to people's minds as they're gathering their belongings to get ready to go to one of those. What if 
I die while I'm at this? What if somebody attacks it and I'm I'm getting crushed by stampeding people? So it's heartbreaking and heart-wrenching for it to happen, and the implications are far-reaching. Um, you know, there was an article I'm looking at right here on the computer. Is that the and I quote from the article at least from the New York Post: the explosive devices were detonated in the shameless concerting arena, resulting in 30 cru- sick SIC in parentheses no idea what that means, resulting in 30 crusaders being killed and 70 others being wounded. The statement said, and what comes next will be more severe on the worshippers of the cross and their allies. By Allah's permission, and all praise is due to Allah, Lord of creation. I mean, I'm sure there's people with Christianity who've said things like that, who went off and, and did some horrible things, you know, obviously during the Crusades, what we did to the Native Americans in order of expansion of our religion, sending uh, people to other countries as missionaries and, and, and transfer, transforming them into Christians. I mean, Christianity has done its fair share of horribleness. And had the Internet and Twitter existed during the Crusades or during the Trail of Tears, oh, yeah, you can bet the rest of the world would have stood up and said something. Um, but that's not the world we lived in then. It's the world we live in now. And we just hope that people with calm heads decide what the next move is here what the retaliation will be. Uh, and we know the Muslims won't stop attacking. Uh, but we have to use love and not hate when we go over there and try to um, extract the extremists from the, those areas so that people can just live their lives as a part of the matrix like the rest of us do out here. So that's it. That's 25 minutes. I, I don't even know if that's going to even seem somewhat intelligent, intelligible, if, hell, if anyone even made it to the end of this. Uh, but it's just something I thought of. It's not a topic that was easy to talk about. Um, would have probably been a lot easier with somebody here who could have thrown in their two cents. But what we do know is that atrocities like this aren't just going to stop because we, we can't pray this away. We have to figure out a way to live on this planet together or we're all going to die on it together and we're doing a damn fine job of destroying the environment on our own. We don't really need there to be more deaths because of religion. It's just a shame. It is a shame. So that's it. Um, Yes, yes, terrorism and atrocities and everything else. Uh, I'm not sure I make it any more interesting than NPR or anybody else, and I can't sign off like I normally do because this just feels weird. But I'm just worried that in the end we'll either retaliate with hellfire and just start killing off normal citizens or that one day they will win. And that woman on the radio was right. Is One day the Western world will have no choice but to stop gathering in public and stop enjoying and, most importantly, stop laughing. So that's it. Everything's Interesting with Jesse Mogul signing out. Until next time, take care of one another. Leave everybody, you know, just leave everybody, leave yourself. Just go to bed at night asking yourself, did I do everything I could today to be a better person? Yeah, think about that. Take care.